The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to yet another session here at the Kick Pie Dojo. I am your host, Slash Sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, discussing, analyzing. Father's Day weekend, of course, uh, we are giving our thanks and uh, contribute or pre- and appreciation to all the fathers out there, you know, either if they're present or not. But, you know, <clears throat> the whole importance of fatherhood is making sure that. You are there for your kids and um, making sure that, um, of course, um, the kids are there for you. You know, really just to think about um, how I have my relationship with my father in general. You know, really, let's say I can think of all the memories of um, of him picking me up from school and um, really hanging out. And yet, um, of course, I could say my parents have been divorced for a long time. And, you know, this is definitely my father has his problems, but yet like nowadays he's kind of making it up to himself, you know, kind of to me, you know, definitely I can say, honestly, I was pretty much a spoiled child, always asking my father for stuff. And, you know, and I guess, um, I guess I took advantage of that, but just, just a heads up, um, you know, you never want to take advantage of um, of who your father is. You know, your father does a lot for you. And, you know, speaking of other fathers who kept definitely don't want to take on the responsibility, you know, and, you know, just thinking about um, that one episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, of course, a non-martial uh, arts-based um, subject, you know, you remember that one episode entitled Papa's Got a Brand New Excuse. You got Will's father returning at the of like not being present and not picking up a phone, sending a card or even seeing them. And then of course she shows up 14 years later and really, um, trying to reconcile with Will, but yet you got uncle Phil definitely thinking otherwise thinking that he's still, um, uh, a downright loser, you know, most fathers out there, they, that's what they would do. You know, you just, you know, have a child and then you just deny that you're denied your responsibilities or you uh, procrastinate your responsibilities. Well, let's face it. My father wasn't always around for me to really um, beat me up enough to tell me I need to work hard for my works. And yet, um, you know, there's always life lessons there. And yet, um, of course, I have my brother breathing down and, you know, pretty much uh, was pretty much responsible father in me because, yeah, my, like I said, my father wasn't always around. And yet, um, of course, my mother wasn't wasn't taking no crap from me. And let's face it, you know, with all the whoopings that I got, I'm surprised I'm still. 
But yet, that's the kind of thing that you have to really endure years ago is, you know, taking punishment, almost taking beatings. But yet, you know, of course, I got my birth father had to really appreciate what he's doing to himself, uh, keeping himself occupied while he's in retirement, you know, having his own business and being a church member. You know, that's probably won't be me until I'm getting as old. But, you know, really not not that I don't respect religion, but, you know, I'm that's not me walking, going to church and really sitting. You know, that's not me. But, you know, I have to have respect for religion. And then also I have to give appreciated appreciation to my second father, my karate father. I call my karate pops, you know, looking after me for like almost 25 years of me being in martial arts training, you know, really always having my back when I'm when I need it and really looking after me, really knowing what I do and what else, what I, um, <laughs> and what else can you do? What else can you do when you're when you have somebody has your back, you know, you give back, you know, now that I'm a karate instructor, you know, I build up that courage that not only to be a great person, great instructor, great, I need to be a great person, you know, inside and out and really taking on the world, whatever opportunities come my way. And, you know, it's really great that I had the opportunity to create this KickPod podcast, really try to show the world what true martial arts really means and you know people just either don't see the real message or they feel like it's just a a quick way to success or you know but that's pretty much how people could think all right so kind of speaking of fatherhood um you know one movie that um kind of um sparks my interest well kind of fits that kind of category is yet the cry kid version or the karate kid um movie but yet um of course i already talked about the first karate kid movie like a while back you know i analyzed the first movie with um the remake but you know out of like all the karate kid movies you know like one and two is like my personal favorite you know you got the one in 1984 and of course this one i'm gonna talk about today is um the karate kid part two which um celebrated its 35th um anniversary uh like a couple uh this weekend yeah because uh you got the um <laughs> this takes up and you got this movie that um picks off picks off uh or picks up from the last movie of course you got um larusso winning the all valley tournament and of course ruining the um Cobra Kai's winning reputation resulting in Kreese being a sore loser and taking it out on Giant Lawrence for losing. Yeah, and then of course you got Miyagi intervening. I mean, trying to handle the situation. And yet, um without even doing any physical physical um um combat or the physical um punching well, pretty much, let's look at it this way. He kind of lets um, Kreese punch himself out. You know, really made his knuckles bleed, and yet bringing him down to his knees. <laughs> but let's look at it this way. Kreese didn't get hurt. Well, he hurt himself, but in all actuality, you know, he just uh, <laughs> felt defeated for that one time. 
All right, so, well, definitely not only am I talk about um, um, Karate Kid Part Two, I'm gonna talk about um, Cobra Kai some season three, of course, because uh, you know you got um, stories, you got episodes that kind of almost bring you back to the second movie. Um, yeah, of course, yet yeah, continue. Well. This is gonna be like um, um, an apology to those who haven't seen season three of um, Cobra Kai, but yet, if you haven't seen Cobra Kai um, season three yet, I mean, I recommend that you don't listen to the rest of this um, podcast because I don't want to spoil it for any of you. But nevertheless, I'm kind of give you like a kind of like what I analyzed from um, both the movie and Cobra Kai on. Certain subjects or certain, um, yeah, certain subjects, yeah. All right, so pretty much going into the second movie, here you go. Six months after the tournament, you got Daniel, you got LaRusso, and Miyagi set out to spend the summer in Tomi Village in Okinawa. I mean, that's kind of disappointing to me because I always thought Tomi Village was like a real place, but you know, that's a well, that's the um, thing about movies. That's the magic of movies, you know, making people believe that it's a real place. I mean, it would be nice if it was a real place. But yet, um, of course, um, the film was um, to um, film uh, <clears throat> the location. The filming location was in Hawaii. Right? But yeah, but that's the thing about movies. You know, you want to create like a happy place where um like a happy place where you can really go to to like solve a problem you know that's the thing you know if you have like a place like really if i feel like um the world is probably crushing down on me martial arts like the place i go is like my happy place it's like one i see people i see my friends i see of course my karate pops you know i'm as an instructor i see the kids that i teach you know, it just kind of takes me away from everything else that's happening in my life and um, really focus on what I can do well. You know, you have a lot of people have to have a place, you know, for though for me, of course, fitness, you know, pro wrestling, you know, and then, of course, you got other other things that really um, emphasize your happy place. So. Yeah, like I said, it's kind of disappointing that Tomi Village is not real. Like, of course, people feel think that Hill Valley is real too, but you know, but that would be nice if Hill Valley was real. All right. So here you go. Um, yeah, they go to Tomi Village, of course, after Miyagi received a letter uh, hearing that his father is sick, and um, yet father is sick. And of course, he has to go back and visit. You know, here he is. He's seen like, well, on upon his um his arrival, I mean, onto Tommy Village. Um, he's confronted by Sato, his um best friend, former f- best friend, set on revenge based on an old grudge, based on an old grudge. And just the here's a quick question for you. All right, so do you ever hold a grudge on 
in, in martial arts or in anybody else. But yet, you know, I could say, you know, there's certain grudges I hold in martial arts, you know, you know, some instructors in there or some people that um, I kind of um, don't take a liking to. I mean, even like before, you know, there was this one um, instructor that I really you know everything that he's um, pretty much put me through or should I say that I had to deal with when I was a student and karate. I still think about but, you know, like nowadays, it's like I kind of want to still hold that grudge. But in all actuality, um, it's not worth it. But, you know, when you hold a grudge on somebody like some instructor that really was a complete jerk or always mess with you. But, you know, I mean, I'm not going to. But, you know, I'm not going to front. But, you know, I must tell you. I mean, I'm not going to mention names, but, you know, this instructor, well, he mostly was a practice class instructor. He was a real headstrong, like, like, jerk, and, you know, and um, he would just, like, really berate me. And, you uh, know, even if I don't do anything wrong, he just would throw me out of class. But yet, um... In that case, uh, of course, people would know that his, well, you hope he knew that his, his temper and his attitude got him, got him released. And of course, yet he, I see him years later, you know, I kind of get that fear that, um, you know, you know, when you're confronted by somebody that's really was a really intimidating and a jerk and you just confront them years later, you know, you know, I tried to avoid it. say anything to him is um i found out that he was my uncle's neighbor and you know my late uncle's neighbor and you know in respect to my uncle i try not to say anything derogatory and try to keep um think keep a grudge not to keep a grudge or not to do anything just just let it go all right just be a person that that other person couldn't be at that age, you know, be better, right? So, like, speaking of um, holding grudge, you know, you got the um, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. There, there's a lot of grudge holding. All right, so you got, of course, Sano that hold that grudge against Miyagi, and yet he feeds that grudge with his um, nephew um, Chosen, of course, who you'll see in um, the... Um, season three right and you'll be surprised what he does in um season three all right so i'll mention that later of course um things three things that um kind of come to mind when you hold a grudge you know it puts evil in your heart you know you know you got sano holding that grudge on miyaki because he feels it wasn't an act of cowardness that he walked away from a fight I mean really I guess the story behind that I guess um he not only he was um going back to um the more more than his father that it was uh, who was died who technically died in the movie but um his um love interest um Yuki um 
Yuki was um his love interest, and I guess she was she was promised to Sano, and of course um in that case uh I guess they had to fight for her, and but in but in the midst of I guess in the respect of um his love interest, he kind of walked away from the fight and fled to America, and in that case uh, you got Sano holding that grudge. You know, really, that's just, um, that's the thing. You know, your family's rich and you kind of hold grudges. All right. So, and of course, two, it neglects you from doing the right thing. You teaching your family, you know, I don't want to hold a grudge. I mean, I don't want to hold a grudge on my instructor because how mean he was, you know, definitely always willing to do the right thing. You know, you know how it says do unto others as they would do unto you. But, you know, that doesn't make you a better person at all. So, you know, pretty much I just kind of let it go. What what is this? You know, because, you know, I'm not going to try to look for payback or look for revenge you know you know know what they say let karma do the do the revenge or yeah that's it karma is like you know what i mean i mean you do what you have to do not look for revenge of course no just think about just that can bring us to my third one grudges are limited i mean at the at the moment that of the storm, yeah, of course, this is toward the end of the movie. You know, there was a terrible storm, and you know, people were trying to find shelter, and yet uh, houses were partially destroyed. And yet, of course, Sano, of course, got his dojo crashed on him, and you got Miyagi, um, you know, you got uh, Miyagi here, um getting ready to like have his fight but yet he um spares um sano and um of course saves his life and in that case you got um sano having a change of heart and he believed he was wrong but nevertheless um i feel like it was too late for um chosen to really show that same compassion but yet and uh, it brings it in the movie. Still hold the well, People still hold a, don't hold a grudge. Some people do, but yet in the, in the movie you got um, chosen still holding that grudge against Daniel. You know, really yet feel like his honor will not be back. But feel like his honor was um, taken from um, Larusso throughout the whole movie. But yet, um, yet you got the fight. Well, definitely, you got the fight. Uh, almost a fight to the death. You know, you got Daniel LaRusso versus Chosen. You know, Chosen carries the fight. Right up to the point where um, Miyagi shows him, like, some technique. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, earlier in the movie, you know, he's showing him the drug te- the drum technique. You know, I guess there was, like, a swinging hook that um, was being thrown to um, Miyagi. <clears throat> moves out the way and avoids the hook 
But in this case, Daniel try to, tries ends up falling into the water. Tries to twice, nearly gets impaled. All right, so one thing, you know, you just have to really know how to do a proper technique. All right, so pretty much going into this movie. Well, definitely, let's go into Cobra Kai. Yeah, you know, a lot of grudge being held. You know, you got um, Johnny Lawrence still holding the grudge of losing the tournaments. And, you know, throughout that whole... Throughout that whole um, throughout the whole series, throughout the whole three seasons, you know, really he, um, you see some at somewhat, he holds that grudge for losing, and yet, um, mostly, um, I feel like um, the Russo kind of rubbing in, knowing that of course he's a, a successful businessman, and uh, he, um, he, he sh- probably shouldn't have rubbed that that um, that. You could have said, like, thank you for making me stronger. I mean, pretty much when you think about it, if it wasn't for Giant Lawrence, um, of course, LaRusso couldn't have been a successful person. But, you know, if you're successful, one thing you don't want to do is, you know, you never want to rub anything in people's face. Just like you just say, kind of help them bring him back on his feet but in this case you know it was just kind of like uh, a grudge kind of got escalated and here you go you got giant lawrence recreating cobra kai and uh yeah and it kind of leads into like craziness you see this is like an example of what a grudge does it kind of leads to like complete craziness you know for one it kind of leads to the dividing yourself between your friends so this is what happens, you know, you got Dimitri and um, Hawk, of course, they used to be best friends. And now, of course, throughout the series, then it could seem like Hawk became like a, uh, a different person, of course, like a monster that created by Cobra Kai. And yet this case, it was, um, it just got into a crazy adventure where you got LaRusso recreating Miyagi-Do the battle out with um uh, the battle out with um Cobra Kai. And you know, and that leads to even more problems where you got uh, Miguel getting knocked off the second floor and um crushing his back on the um, railing, the stair railing. And really that really brings right up to the um the third season where he's like you wakes up almost paralyzed and um he can't move well yeah let's just say he's can't won't be able to walk for a while so yeah he has his surgery and he's able to at least at least move his upper body again <clears throat> but yet um let's see what else but you know you got certain people that still hold a grudge on them but it kind of things kind of changed like in season three. Now going into the five, uh, four and five of Cobra Kai. Yeah, because uh, that's where, of course, Larusso, of course, is losing his business due to 
the um, the fiasco of um, the end, or should I say the end of um, season two, where they had the high school fight, and it led to Miguel getting injured, and of course um, he's got to save his company, but yet uh, of course he goes to Japan to really <clears throat> to really get uh, his reputation of um, his um, company back, but. <clears throat> In actuality, uh, of course, um, because it was a decline, but he found out that the only way you can get true answers is to go to your happy place. And yet, this is what I was talking about going happy place. And what's where's his happy place? Basically, where Miyake's happy place was in Okinawa in Tomi Village. And to his surprise, when he goes to Tomi Village, you know. He, just like people change, of course, uh, Tommy Village change. Of course, every again he found out that the crops has died, and of course, of course, villagers were in the verge of losing their home. But in this case, uh, Sano, the let's just say he uh, the he was in control, or should I say he was um, in charge uh, of um, or let's just say that he was the owner of Tony Village. Tommy Village, and um, of course he sold his um sold the village to recreate um uh a mall or should I say like kind of adapting adapting to the, today's uh, modern technology. All right, so pretty much Tommy Village is Tommy Village Green, of course a shopping mall. Of course, uh, yeah. So really, it kind of I guess um in in some cases, um, LaRusso was kind of Tommy Village that got recreated. You know, when, you, when I think about like um, my old neighborhood, it's like I look at my old neighborhood, it's like, well, my old neighborhood now, I mean, that's what Tommy Village screen pretty much looks like compare well it kind of, yeah it kind of looks like Tommy Village Green I mean if you ever seen the season 3 you'll know what I'm talking about alright so definitely you got um, LaRusso kind of finding answers to his um, problem and yet um, he comes across his old um, flame from the second movie uh, I'm trying to think of her name uh well, must say I'm a car old flame, and yet um, I know she wanted to like really travel the world and become a dancer. Yep, and yet she gets her dream, and in this case, uh, her aunt Yuki, of course, passed away. Was um, she was given her um, what's to say inheritance to her? It was um, and definitely he. I guess she didn't have the heart to really sell the place because I guess when you think about it, that's a happy place. You know, your happy place. You know, if if I was to if my mom was to sell her house, well, if my mother was the or my father was to pass on, I mean, I wouldn't have the heart to sell it. I mean, I would actually live into that house and really get a good legacy. But yet, um, here you go. You got. Um, of course, you got LaRusso trying to really 
regroup himself and also kind of reminiscent on certain um certain events happening in Okinawa and mostly his reminiscent his moments with Miyagi like wrong before his death of course and yet um you got uh Daniel's old flame you know I'm trying to figure her name as you know I gotta use some little research on um yeah so I should have just um kind of did a little research no really I'm not really into names very much you know probably like the most common people it's uh let's see if I can look her up real quick alright so I'm trying to look her up alright so Yep, uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, ku, Kumiko, or, uh, Kumiko, kum, yeah, Kumiko, yeah, that's the name, kum, Kumiko, yeah, there he is, and of course, uh, yeah, Kumiko, that's, um, she's trying to reminisce and doing everything, and then, of course, um, uh, <clears throat> I guess an old arch arch enemy or should I say old rival or an enemy kind of comes in the picture chosen surprisingly that uh uh Kumiko um let's just say she invited him let's just say let's look at this way you know some grudges that you hold like for a long time but yet um you kind of find it in your heart to forgive and yet that's kind of what happens in season three but definitely that's the end of um episode four you know chosen kind of reappears and yet um of course uh i guess daniel doesn't well i guess ikum ikum kumiko kind of um forgives but yet daniel has his doubts you know just thinking of like the events of um with Giant Lawrence, like you know, John Crease, you know, really, if you think of Crease and um, Chosen, you think they're the same people, and you know, those are the people that you want to hate. But in this case, yet, yeah, um, I guess that's the case for most people. But uh, you know, yeah, you got Chosen and um, Daniel having their adventures, <clears throat> kind of reminiscing, or at least discussing like what um Miyagi kind of left behind for Daniel but in this case uh chosen kind of gives him like the like let's just say give him some a, a lesson in what Miyagi didn't teach him and yet you know you got um yet uh chosen um six um telling um Daniel, uh, or should I say, chosen to have telling Daniel his um the secrets of the Miyagi Miyagi Do, but in this case, and they kind of fight it out just uh, for him to really get the lesson. But yeah, it gets to the point where chosen kind of used an, another technique that wasn't taught to Daniel. Well, you know, you got of course you got the drum and you got the crane, but he didn't teach him like the pressure point. But yet, um, in that case, with um, Chosen had Daniel where he wanted him, he was going to take his revenge. 
But that wasn't the case. Let's just say he kind of reenact um, what Daniel did to him. And um, he did like honked his nose. And, you know, that kind of surprised me. I thought Chosen was going to actually show revenge. But um, in that case, that's surprising. He kind of showed compassion, you know, compared to the second movie where he was just bound on revenge. You know, but in this case, um, it was surprising to me that um, he would change. You know, I guess things kind of changed for him after his uncle died. And I guess uh, and that's in some point, um, his uncle, him and his uncle kind of reconciled, you know, really at some point. You know, you're looking at like 35 years from the second movie. Or in this case. All it is, like it could be 35, 30, well, 35, 35, 36 years, whatever it took. I mean, in between, in between that time, you know, it had to have been like a, a road to recovery for Chosen. You know, he realized that, um, you know, my anger kind of lost my family, so I had to get my family back. So, really, in that case, you know, all this time, like throughout my life, you know, I always was angry, always feel like I had to be alone. But, you know, that's the worst. That's the worst thing you want to be is alone. You know, really <clears throat> try to if you hold that grudge against somebody, you know, just, you know, it's not worth it because, you know, that person that you hold a grudge on who really cares about you could be really hurt. And, you know, some people that I kind of get on my, kind of get on my nerves right now, but you know, I kind of hesitate, you know, just to deal with them because you know how they are, but you don't know how much a person change. It's just, it's on, it's undetermined. Yeah. Really have the opportunity to know, all right, so in this case, you know, he chosen kind of reconciled with Daniel, and you know, Daniel kind of brought that back with um, kind of brought that back to um, to, to his home, where he used it on Crease at the end of season three, and yet it kind of and then kind of leads to um, what what's gonna what's gonna happen in the next season? You know, definitely. Next, the season four is on its way. I mean, let's just say I don't want any spoilers yet. Let's just say there's been like rumors, but uh, yet there's no confirmation yet. I think there's like a couple confirmations, but uh, on who's going to be in the th- uh, fourth season. But of course, you know, the main character is going to be in this season, but <clears throat> there isn't no there's no other confirmations of who's coming. But you know, I know that it's going to be set to, to be released on and probably almost to the end of the year. So hopefully probably before Christmas it would be released. Yeah, that's just the main thing. You know, it's been 6 months since the release of the um, season 3, and, you know. People were so amped like amped up that you know, the release kind of got moved like 
might not move the move like behind my like move early so people could see it. You know, just thinking about um of course like you got the first two seasons on YouTube and then of course uh the third season if you get moved on Netflix, which is probably a better streaming. Alright, so really when you think of Netflix, like that's where all the best shows go on. Alright, so Alright, so just um this is a life lesson for everybody that holds a grudge, you know. Don't hold a grudge on people, you know, because it doesn't make you any better. But yet, uh here you are. You know, if you hold that grudge on somebody, I'm really kinda talking out saying why do you hold a grudge? I mean, try to figure out to how to fix it. I mean, I hope the person that you hold a grudge on really understands. And this is kind of in the martial arts kind of type of thing. You know, if you hold a grudge on somebody in martial arts, you know, if you feel like that person is like, feel like it's a th threat to your success. I mean, don't think that unless that person is real cocky and just uh, wants to keep his truth, keep his skills to himself. You know, if that person is not willing to share or really kind of give out seminars or at least help you out. You can hold a grudge on that person, but, or you could just ignore them. You know, the thing, thing about people like that, they're cocky about their ability. They're, they're likely to lose one way or another. They're going to end up facing somebody that's better. It could be you. It could be anybody else. But really, in true martial arts, you know, you want to be the better person. So pretty much, if you think of um, the Karate Kid, you got you got Miyagi trying to gain his best friend back. You know, trying to avoid every everything that Sano does. But really, you know, you see how he's like an act of cowardness. You know, it's not a coward to walk away when you're a confrontation. You know, you're a better person. And yet you got the Russo. Yeah, definitely mirroring everything that Miyagi says. And yet, well, look at this way. Kind of like um, um, Miyagi or Daniel kind of did like the work for him. You know, really... Um, kind of replaced him and Sano from fighting and by fighting chosen at the end of um part two. Alright. So just just a life lesson. Don't hold a grudge. Alright. Well okay so that um concludes my episode for today. Definitely tune in to my previous episodes on the BICBBRadio.com radio or um Apple Podcasts and Spotify and of course, uh, of course, also show that appreciation to your father and to everybody out there and always really to get your best friends back. And of course, things are almost back to normal. Of course, the COVID-19 is still out there, but yet a lot of us are getting vaccinated. So, of course, get yourself vaccinated and really, and really try to avoid getting the getting sick you know people are just so doubtful of getting the and getting the the covid shot 
but you know you know they're gonna find out that they're gonna need it when something happens right so of course i'll tune in next week for another exciting episode of the kick pod this is your sensei tj williams buy you out and i'll see you next week from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on Beyonce.